Hey everyone, welcome to Through the Winters Ministry Podcast Season 3. If you're a returning listener, or maybe this is your first time tuning in, we want to say thank you for checking out our program. And if you haven't had the chance yet, we encourage you to look through some of our previous episodes. Now, Through the Winters Ministry is all about helping people draw closer to God and helping them find purpose in their pain, whether present or past. We believe God can help bring healing and even use your situations to help be a light to others who are also hurting. Listen, I'm excited to get started for today's episode. Let's go. Hey everybody, season two, episode seven, we interviewed Joseph Baez and we talked about his song, Realize. He's working on his next song, so we need your help. Can you go to Spotify or iTunes and download his song? It's just a dollar, but every dollar counts to help him make his next song. So we're hoping you guys enjoy his music. We're hoping that you continue to support him. Subscribe, like his songs, and definitely if you can download them so you can help get some money to start making his next recording. God bless you guys. We know you won't be disappointed. Once again, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Sam, your host here. And before we get started with today's episode, I want to ask you for a little bit of help. If you enjoyed today's episode, could you hit like, could you share, and maybe even subscribe to our podcast? The more people that do that, the better chance we have of letting people know about our ministry, number one, but also the opportunity to maybe bring some hope some light, uh, some joy to those who are going through things emotionally or mentally and maybe are still struggling with hurts from their past and finding ways in which they can move forward in the things of God. We want to be there to support as many people as we can and you guys can help us do that by liking, sharing, or even subscribing to our podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Now, on today's episode, Marsha's going to be talking about roller coasters. I don't know about you, but maybe you felt like your life has been on the same roller coaster over and over and nothing's changed. You haven't, you haven't experienced anything new. You already know every twist, you know every turn, and you're wondering, how do I get off this thing and how do I move forward to something better and something new? Or maybe you're on a whole new roller coaster right now and you're not ready for that twist. You're not ready for that turn. You're not ready for that loop-de-loop that's just coming your way. And you're trying to figure out, how did I get here? Why am I here? Like I said, Marsha's going to be talking about roller coasters that we go through in our own lives and how God can help us through our situations and our circumstances, even when things seem chaotic, especially in days like today. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check it out. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. I know 
it's been a long time. It's been a good minute since we've been on and almost just two almost two months. I'm so sorry. We have been affected by the pandemic, not as other people have, but with Sam's responsibilities at the church and my children, my two younger children being at home doing school. Ugh. That was rough. So we had to revamp. We had to do some things differently, but reschedule things. And then this Zoom thing, like everything is Zooming. So (laughs) so we were we didn't want to just throw out any kind of podcast and just say whatever we felt, especially since our emotions were very high during certain parts of the pandemic. And uh, we didn't want to, you know, speak in a way that would discourage those that are listening so i want to just thank you so much for just tuning in and we're hoping that we'll be able to get a few more going and uh, encourage those who are listening now sam yes okay because he's here i know i didn't like say anything but he's here hi how are you good very good now you remember last year when during the summer Uh we had we went to six flags great adventures you remember that yes now we because our summer was so busy we wanted to at least do something right we were we we're going around doing a bunch of stuff we go away to massachusetts well i do we go to way to massachusetts at a a camp and then we've gone to places like camelback we've gone to see sight and sound in pennsylvania we've we've done a, we've gone a bunch of places but six flags great adventures surprisingly was the highlight of our summer that one day that we went to the amusement park yeah now, Emmanuel and Maria have never been to Six Flags as, you know, right. as older yeah, kids. Yeah, right. This was their first time of really, and, and their older siblings were building them up, too. They're like, you're going to get to go on your first real roller coaster. Right. So they were excited. So it's like, a, usually when we got with them before, we went to the kiddie side and they got a the little. Yeah. This was their first time being on a big roller coaster. It was so much fun listening to uh, Joey and Rachel try to explain Six Flags. Yeah. Now, we live in a small town and once a year in August, uh, the carnival comes and they have like these little rides. They have uh, bumper cars and all this other stuff. And Marie and Emmanuel are know that, but Joey and Rachel knowing what it was like. He's like, no, you don't understand. It's huge. Like these roller coasters are huge. And it seemed like they were making it up like as high and as big and as fast as these rides were. It didn't even seem it didn't even seem real the way they were talking about it. So we drove to, we drove to New Jersey and as we're coming into Six Flags, you see some of these rides. You see the King Dakar, you see some of the, the Superman, Green Lantern. And my son, Marie, um, Emmanuel and Maria were like, whoa, like, oh my gosh, like that's the ride we're going to get on. And he's like, yes. And everyone was just so excited. So we get into the, the amusement park and these four kids totally booked it. They, they, <laughs> Let's go here first. Yeah, like Joey Joey looked at Emmanuel. He goes, listen to me. We're going on every ride. We're going on every ride doing this. And Emmanuel's like, okay, because he, he wants to keep up with his older brother. And he's like, come on, let's do this, let's do this. And they left us in the dust. They didn't even tell us what ride they were going on, and they just ran. Now, my, my, uh, 
the ride at Six Flags that I love the most is El Toro. Yes. I have gone on this ride one time, guys. One time. And it was enough for me to change my life forever. <laughs> it's an all-wooden all uh, wooden, uh, roller coaster. It's an all-wooden roller coaster. No metal, no steel. I believe it's 180-something feet in the air. It The duration of this ride is 1 minute and 40-something seconds. <laughs> now, when I went on it, I'm strapped in and... It's a wooden ride, and it's one of the biggest in all of America. Yeah. So I remember getting in on this roller coaster, and I'm getting strapped on, and I'm going all the way up, all the way up, all the way up, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, I want to get out. And you know you know that moment in your life, you know, when you're on a roller coaster, you want to get out, and you know you have absolutely no choice now. Like, it, it doesn't matter. You're on this forever. You're on, well, not forever, but you're on this until the ride is completely over. And I'm, we're going up, we're going up, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, how how much higher are we going to go? And then we get so high that the clouds look like cotton candy and I can reach out and touch it. And then all of a sudden we drop down. Now, Sam has not been on the El Toro because he is way too tall. So he, Too tall to fit on the ride. And too tall. My and shoulders are too big. Everything. So I'm telling him about this ride and I'm telling him how I go all the way up and I shoot down all the way. Now, you drop so fast that you can barely breathe it takes all the air out of you and i'm when i finally get the air in my stomach i want to scream but i can't scream and i start to like the ride has you going up and down and upside down you don't even know where you are anymore and i got to the point where i was like oh my gosh god i'm gonna die right now i am going to die like it's over and i'm and i'm asking god for forgiveness for all the things that i have done I'm like, Lord, forgive me. I, I know I'm going to die. I'm going to And I'm, I'm screaming. A I'm a sinner. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, it, I saw my life flash before my eyes. And uh, then when I thought the ride was completely over, it goes through another set of loop-de-loops. You guys got to hear Marsha scream. I mean, she sounds like, you know, like someone strangling a chicken when she screams real panicky. It's not cute. It's like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's not cute. And when it's so bad that I can't scream, when I finally do scream, I, I mean... I, I know when she finally gets on the ride because, you know, you're waiting outside for them. They're on the line. I know when they finally get on the ride because when I hear the roller coaster go by, I hear her scream. I'm like, oh, that was her. Yep. <laughs> and I have to say, believe it or not, these last three months have felt like I was on the El Toro. Uh. I have been on a roller coaster of emotion. I don't know about you. How do you? What about you? Some I'm able to deal with. Other ones you just like, okay, what's next? Kind of things. But yeah, it's just been you know. In the beginning, I kind of enjoyed it mm-hmm. because everything had to slow down. Right. You know, when when you had schedules and things were coming up this week and that week, that week, I just had to keep on doing what I had to do. But then all of a sudden, when everything got canceled, I just like. Kind of enjoyed it because it was a pause that it was out out of my control. So I was like, right. I had to roll with it. But then, yeah, it gets frustrating. You, so for us, it was almost like going up all the way up to the top. Yeah. And you're like, yes, Lord, yes, finally, we we just get a moment to to breathe. to breathe and to prioritize and to get things in order and see how life how we were doing life in a way that wasn't going to be very productive if we kept going the way we were doing it. And, and, you know, the arch. Yeah. And 
you, you know, you get to the top and then all of a sudden you're up at the top and we had this big, like for me, there was this big crash because I started to understand and I realized, you know, seeing our world totally change. There's, there, I, I don't, I can't explain to you how I cannot wrap around my brain the fact that our world has totally changed and that it's not going to go back to normal for a very long time. It was, I think, the moment hit me when we were planning for Rachel's graduation. Uh, my my oldest daughter had to be shuffled like crazy. Yeah, my oldest daughter graduated from high school, and I started to realize, I'm like, wait a minute, like it wasn't that we were just on vacation and that we were just taking a pause when I was able to when I wanted to go ahead with a plan that I had it I wasn't allowed to I'm going into those streets and I see I see people with masks all the time I want to hug people and I can't hug them anymore because of social distancing and then this is happening and that's happening and and I remember the day that I just wanted church to open. I mean, I just wanted church to open. Like, it was enough already. I had had church at home. It's cute seeing my husband on YouTube or hearing my son and my best friend playing for worship. Like, that was that was cute, but it got old really quickly. I, I just, I remember putting on my headphones and just crying because I couldn't believe that I had no control over going to church and it became it it became real for me and uh that was my that was my moment my low moment and then um because you know hearing the word and worship and all that stuff is important Mm -hmm. but the social aspect of church when Mm -hmm. that's taken away it's like whoa you know Mm -hmm. and uh, it really twists he's like all i need is god's word and 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 you know time to just worship and that's true, and that's an important piece. But the church was developed for a reason. The fellowship. Yeah. No fellowship was mm-hmm. was definitely different. Yeah. I, one of my friends, she got the coronavirus, and uh, I and she had gone away on vacation before it kind of hit our area. So when she came back, she wasn't feeling well. And so she quarantined herself after coming back from her vacation. And then not, not that she thought that she had it then. She just, you know, was on the planes and she wanted to make sure that she, she didn't get anyone sick. And then she started saying, oh, no, I have allergies. And I was like, you don't sound good. And then later on, it, it showed that she did have the virus. And weeks went by that I hadn't seen her. It was it was weeks, it was months of not seeing her. And when we did the parking lot service, we were able to do one parking lot service in May. It broke my heart when my daughter, my older my oldest daughter, Rachel, saw her for the first time and was crying. For months, yeah. She just cried. And I'm like, honey, what are you crying? Why are you crying? She says, because I'm, I'm seeing Miss Mia for the first time. I miss her. And I don't, I can't, I can't say where we're going to go in a month. Yeah. You know, my, my youngest son, Emmanuel, 
he's not doing very well with the mask and you know hearing the social distancing I mean he he would just flip out if you told him that he need to wear gloves and masks because he has lost so much he school ended he didn't get to graduate with his friends the way he normally would have a lot of things have been shut down so when I was talking to another friend today I said we've never gone through anything like this and as much as that's supposed to be a little bit comforting it's not comforting to an 11 year old boy who is asking his parents for guidance when we don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow like we can't say oh don't worry Emmanuel yeah we're almost at the tail end of it or it's almost over or you know we everything's gonna be fine by September just hold on no we don't know what's gonna happen and I think that that can be that's a roller coaster of emotion the city is open the city is closed you know we're at phase one we're at phase two and then to top it all off racial racial division on top of that where there's you know I'm driving through my town and I see protesters and Black Lives Matter and and uh, this person is yelling we find out that cop cars are being vandalized my heart was just like what is going on right now this is a ride I am on and I can't get off I just can't get off and I don't even know how everybody else may be handling this but I want to ask you how are you handling this do you feel like you're on a ride that you don't know when this is gonna end see when I was going to Six Flags that was an amusement park no unfortunately I was strapped onto this ride against my will and the whole world is joining me it's not like a few people it's the whole world that is being twisted and turned upside down we can't turn to anyone and say you know that there's that they've got it all together give us a definitive answer no one no one can give us a definitive answer except for god god is the only one who knows where this is all going I don't know if there's something else that's going to be tacked on to this. You know, in the beginning of the year, everyone was joking around. It's like, oh my goodness, 2020 is horrible. Kobe Bryant passed away. And then we had uh, the coronavirus, obviously. Then there were the impeachment of Trump and the government was fighting with each other. Then, you know, this the um, George Floyd passing away. And there were other things that were going on. And I'm thinking to myself, God knew very well what 2020 was going to look like. And he knows what it's going to end like. And the only one we can hold on to is Jesus. This is worse than 9-11, yes, because the plane, it's done, it's over, it's in, the towers are done, they're gone. But this is like being in 9-11 in slow motion. I couldn't. I didn't believe it that in Brazil, on Thursday, I don't. I don't know what date Thursday was, but it was probably the 11th of June. 1,400 plus people died in one day just from the coronavirus. I couldn't believe it. 1,400 lives lost in one day 
on top of all the other things that people passed away from in Brazil that had nothing to do with the virus. We are in a time where we need stability. We need something that's not going to change. And this is why the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. There is nothing more important than holding on to a God that knows what is going to happen today and tomorrow. He knew what we were going to face. And some of us listened and some of us did not. I don't know, my friend, what tomorrow is going to bring. And maybe, you know what? The coronavirus isn't a big deal for you right now. Maybe not. Maybe maybe the protest, you've gotten over it. Like you're done. You're over it. But you know what's interesting? No matter how we feel about either one of these topics, it's still affecting us. And we need to hold on to Jesus. And we need to ask him to stop this ride. Stop the ride. Let us get on his train. Because the world is going to turn us upside down, loop-de-loop. They're going to hold us upside down where we think that all of our, all of our everything is going to fall out. And it's not going to be fun when it's over. So I wanted to just leave you with a sense of encouragement where we, uh, we're going into how many months? It's going to be officially going to July will be four months so it's been three months now it's been three months I know for me March 15th was my was the day that we were told that things were going to change we are going on four months yeah March 15th so yeah. we just finished June 15th so it's been three months exactly yeah we're going into four months of like being like this we can do this if we hold on and it is our desire to just continue to make podcasts that will encourage you to encourage you to hold on despite everything never let go never give up and know that there is a God that is going to going to hold your hand through it all he says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord so I just want to pray for you right now Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you and I praise you for this time. Lord, this is, this is not easy. It's not easy to be on this ride. You don't know when it's going to end. But Lord, you know when it's going to end. You know how it's going to end. And I'm asking, Father, that you would just be with us and help us, give us strength and wisdom Lord, help us to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are never leaving us or forsaking us. There are those of those believers who have already gone to be with you. And we thank you, Lord, for the time that you did give them to us, like Ravi Zachariah. We thank you so much for Ravi. 
But Lord, there are those that you are calling to step into his shoes. There are those of us that you are calling to step up during a time like this. So as much as we may want to have a pity party, get angry, get frustrated, be snippy, be annoyed, distracted. Lord, get our attention and remind us who is the one in complete is in control. So Lord, I thank you and I praise you for everything that you've done and all that you're going to do in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, tune in for next week where we're going to just kind of, we're going to talk about normal. What does that really look like? Is there any such thing as normal anymore? And I know you may want to be like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. But listen, just just tune in and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Please share this podcast with whoever it is that you feel would be encouraged by it. We thank you so much for your support. Thank you, guys. And uh, stay tuned for just some extra information about the ministry. Hey everyone, once again, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Before we let you go, just two things I want to throw your way. The first one, to remind you that if you enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. The second thing is an opportunity to partner with us here at Through the Winters Ministry. There's a way that you can donate once a month a certain amount of $1, $5, or even $10 a month. If you'd be interested in helping us share the gospel and helping people find purpose in their pain and partner with our ministry in getting the gospel out there and helping bring hope to those who feel like there is no hope, just contact us at 718-679-5356. That number again is 718-679-5356. If you get the voicemail, just please leave a message and we'll get back to you. God bless you.